What's up, guys? This is David from Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. Hope you guys are having a fantastic week. And as you'll notice, I don't have the crew with me. That is intentional. <laughs> they didn't just quit on me. Um, we decided we're going to try something new. Um, you guys may notice that um, we are very sporadic with our posting. And um, we're definitely trying to get better on that. But um, there are times where we just can't make the schedule work with everything. And we might miss a week of recording. Um, now, this obviously isn't beneficial to you guys. And uh, one of the ways that, that we've talked about trying to alleviate that is to do little devotionals for you guys. And uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. Um, everyone's going to be doing one, hopefully. Um, so uh, this is mine. And uh, just want to keep you guys, you know, keep content for you guys available every week. Um, but our next uh, series is going to be on heart surgery, and it's going to be really good, guys. It's going to be awesome. Um, you're going to have to check it out on Spotify, rss.com. Um, Apple Podcasts, um, I'll have it on YouTube. It'll be pretty much everywhere you can consume podcasts. If you haven't already, go listen to um, the Gospels uh, series we did. Um, just wrap that up last week. Um, also, that one's really good, so definitely give it a listen. Give it a like, thumbs up. Throw it on your playlist, tell your friends, all that good stuff. Without further ado, let's get into what we're talking about today. So, um, one of the things that's been on my heart is, um, how to build an effective relationship with Christ. And by no means am I where I'd like to be in my own life, but I feel like I can share a lot of my testimony about what it means to get there and how you start to get there. So I'm going to title this series, Baby Steps Toward Christ. And like any relationship that you have with anyone, your heart has to be open to the possibility. And I think that that's the first step, is getting your heart to be open to the Lord, vulnerable to the Lord. There are two experiences in my life that I'm going to talk about in just a second. Um, that really kind of exemplify where that moment of starting to soften my heart kind of came up because I was raised in a church of Christ. And so um, it was a very good church for the knowledge that I obtained. Like I learned a lot about God. I learned a lot about Christ. But, you know, I was great at Bible Bowl. <laughs> for any, If anyone had that, I was incredible at it. But, you know, when it came to sitting there at the end of a sermon and the, t the pastor would say, you know, this is the invitation, someone would come up and there would be support for that person. But I just, I never understood at that time where that came from. I guess in my mind, I just thought always, <laughs> it's going to sound crazy, but that it was, it was fake, you know, but to, to be that vulnerable in your life 
you know, that you come in front of a crowd and you, you just give it to Jesus in that moment. How do you get there? Right? Like, that's what I never understood. I want to read a passage from Hosea, um, Hosea 10, 12. It says, Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap the fruit of unfailing love, and break up your unplowed ground. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. Now, the phrase, break up your unplowed ground, to me that means get your heart ready for Christ. And to do that, I mean, look, God knows our hearts better than anyone. He, he knows them even better than we do. God knows how to speak to us. He knows it's gonna t- it might take more than one sermon. It might take a friendship. It might take a relationship. But God is going to knock. He is going to seek. He is going to try and win our hearts over. There are two experiences in my life I'll talk about where I really started to kind of have my heart softened. The first experience happened um, when I was very young. I was probably 10 or 11. I was at my church camp, and um, we had a baptism one night. And uh, it was, you know, we'd all walk down to the creek. They'd say the words, you know, they confess, um, repent, and they'd be baptized. Um, and we went back up to the rec center, and then a few minutes later, someone else decided they wanted to get baptized. And then that happened 14 times that night. I saw my best friend, my best childhood friend that night get baptized. And in that moment, he was like the fourth or fifth person to be baptized. In that moment, I felt something unlock. You know, it wasn't just bow your head when it's time to bow your head. It wasn't just recite this verse. It wasn't just answer this Sunday school question. It was something is happening here that is that is affecting this person's life. That God was the architect behind this. And there's no other way. This person at the time that I was friends with had no other avenue to Christ except through me at that time because we went to church together and um, he, he was just visiting with me and he went to church camp with me. And so at that time, that camp, that church was his only avenue to the Lord. And then that entire rest of the night, it just got me thinking about that feeling. And I sort of took that with me until the second experience happened. And the second experience happened when I was in high school. Um, I dated a girl who went to a non-denominational church, and I went there for the first time. I'd never been. And worship is very different. Um, There's the singing and the band and the music and all of it. (laughs) And when you come from a church of Christ, you're not, let's just say you're not accustomed to that. It's not that I was, you know, mad that it was happening or not excited about it. I was excited. It was just, I wasn't used to it. And again, in the middle of one of these songs, I saw, I look over, and people have their hands up. People are in the midst of worship, and they just look, again, so vulnerable towards God. And I kept asking myself, how how can I get there? You know, like, I don't feel anything right now. 
why is it that I don't feel anything right now? You know? But at that point, God was, was telling me that it was possible. He was telling me that my time was coming and that it, it could happen. And sure enough, fast forward to into college, you know, a lot of things were falling apart in my life. But it wasn't until they fell apart that he could put them back together. And he was there all along, knocking and asking and trying to seek, trying to win my heart over. But I just didn't let him in until that point. But my heart had some work to do, nonetheless. And it took so long of me running away and not listening to his calls for me until finally I did. And I would invite you guys to do the same thing. If you feel on your heart that God is trying to come in, all I'm asking tonight is that you just give that feeling a chance. Just be open to the possibility that God can change your life. Be open to the possibility that a relationship with Him is not only the best thing, it's the only thing. It's the only way. A relationship without God, it has this emptiness that comes with it. Eventually. I mean, I was in a relationship for five years, and I still felt empty. Um because he wasn't at the center. So that's all I got for you guys tonight. Um, hope you'll tune in with me um, on the next episode. Um, definitely be listening for our uh, next series on heart surgery. We're going to be talking about some hard topics, um, some sins in our own life, holding each other accountable. And we're definitely going to do that. So, Tune in, guys, um, however you can, and uh, we will see you again on Sunday. <laughs>